Blog Talk Radio. Oh, my brother, it's going to be a lonely Christmas without brother Lenny, him, Hector. Simon O'Brien, David Maitland, Virgil Francis, and Cardinal Mills. Our website is blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. You can also find us in the Apple Store, The Cricket Show. Just witnessed the wonderful victory from the West Indies. It's marvelous. West Indies have swept Sri Lanka three matches to zip. We just want to welcome all our listeners around the world and hope that they too might have enjoyed that very wonderful, wonderful ending to that um, three match sweep of Sri Lanka. Just want to let you know that the cricket show will be on this evening until three hours. Full hours, and we're hoping to hear from Ed Lewis, and we're hoping to hear from other members of the panel, Audley Watson. We're hoping to hear from all the folks who call us regularly each week. But before I do that, let me give God thanks for his presence in our life this evening. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for all that you have done for us. We pray that you'll make this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We trust that you may be with us throughout the show. We're grateful for your presence in our lives each and every week. We pray that you will just continue to, to have a hold on our family and well wishes. Namely, Eunice Francis, Eugene Francis, Duane Francis... Leroy Lashley, Ruby Locke, Gabriel Francis, Wentworth Francis, Mertris Nesbitt, Austin Otto, El Comido Willett, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Connie Whitley, Dennis Kelman, Isilma Cornelius, Ellie Matt, and of course Willis Daniels, and Mona Daniel, and lastly but not least, Fillmore Hallbike. We just trust that you just continue to bless them, keep uh, your hands on them. And pray you too maybe have some say in our show this evening so we can have a wonderful and good evening. Let me just bring you up to date with some music because we were not able to get some some things working. So until I get myself settled, I thought perhaps I'll just send this message on to you uh, by just playing some music in the meantime. It's a wonderful day in my neck of the woods, and I trust wherever you are, you are indeed having a good, good, good message as well. Action is what they say. Yes, I'm ready for it. You ready? Here we action. Here we action. Here we action. We want it. Hey, we hungry. Let's 
be bowled by Hasaranga for eight. Darren Bravo caught Kurnaratna, bowled Lachman for 102, facing 132 deliveries with five fours and four sixes. And of course, Nicholas Puran, LBW, bowled Gunathalika for 15, uh, facing eight deliveries. Karen Pollard not out on 53 from 42 deliveries, four fours, one six. Jason Holder uh, was not out on 14, hitting the winning round, the massive six over deep mid-wicket, facing 10 deliveries, one six and one four for uh, Jason uh, Holder. Uh, so, 100, so 276 for five, uh, seven extras in that uh, score as well. In terms of the bowling for the Sri Lankans, Saranga Lakmal, 9.3 overs, one maiden, 56 runs, two wickets. Asisa Fernando, eight overs, no maiden, 62 runs, no wickets. Wenindu Hasaranga, uh, 10 overs, no maidens, 49 runs, one wicket. The wicket there uh, that he got, of course, was a brilliant uh, wicket uh, as well. Cesar Pereira, uh, five overs, no maidens, 27 runs, uh, one wicket. Danushka Gunathalika, uh, six overs, no maidens, 28 runs, one wicket. And Lakshan Sandekan, 10 overs, no, uh, 10 overs two maidens, 52 runs, and no wicket. So Lakshan Sandekan getting two maidens, uh, the only, uh, in fact, uh, there was one maiden as well for Saranga Lakmal. So maidens for Saranga Lakmal and two for Lakshan Sandekan. Victory by the West Indies by five wickets with nine balls remaining and therefore a serious sweep. 3-0 in the CG Insurance One Day International Series right here in the, at the Sarabian Richards Stadium in Antigua. Looking forward now to the test matches, of course. Uh, Mali, what do you make of it as we welcome back? Yes, we want to say good evening to all our wonderful listeners around the world. We just gave you the closing stages of that excellent match there. Good evening to Mr. Heat. How are you, sir? Good evening to you, Leon. Good evening to all our panelists and yes, listeners sir. here and around the world. I am doing very well. I'm very excited about. <laughs> yeah, I'm alone, alone tonight. But um, just want to just let you know that I am alone so far. I had a little glitch in the system, but I got it corrected. So we'll be back up to normal. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. So um, let me just. Um, Go through the outline until the others come, and you can pick me up as we go along. Firstly, I want to Hi. just say, on we want to just extend our, our condolences to the relatives and friends of Joey Benjamin. He died at age 60 after a heart attack. Who is Joey Benjamin? Joey Benjamin is a former, was born in Sinkit, Caribbean, and he played one test. For England at age 33, took four wickets for 42 runs, and uh, he had never played again. That was at the Oval in England at, in 1994. So our condolences are extended to his family as we they mourn his passing. May his soul rest in peace and rise in glory. Well, the West Indies have re- Replace Jason Holder as the captain of the test squad, and Craig Bradford is now the needing the captain to lead that outfit in the coming test series, which starts on. I'll give you the team in a while, but let me give you the squad for the test that was also named: Craig Bradford, captain; Jermaine Blackwood, vice captain; and Kuma Bonner, Darren Bravo. John Campbell, Rakeem Cornwall, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jason Holder, Azari Joseph, Kyle Myers, Kima Roach, Jamel Warrican. And I'll just tell you, they also have named a CWI President 11 will be playing this warm-up game. And it's captained by Ralston Chase, Darren Bravo, Shamar Brooks, Shannon Gabriel, Jamar Hamilton, Kian Harden, Kevin Hodge, Shia Hope, Kyle Myers, Shane Mosley, Virasami Permal, Anderson, and Kima Roach. Those are the two squads. But the big news is that Jason Mohammed is being replaced by, by Bradford, Craig Bradford. Well, as you know, West Indies won the T20 by two matches to one, and now they have swept the Sri Lankans by um, three matches to nil. We'll give you the details of that, but West Indies 
needed to score 100, uh, 274, and they made it for the loss of five wickets. Details are to follow later in the show. England in India. In the T20 matches have begun. England have taken the first, and India replied today by winning second. Scores in that match, England 164 for six, and India 163 for three, in 17.3 overs. More hard to follow. Afghanistan, they won an encounter against Zimbabwe, leveling the series. Um, um, let's tell you, Afghanistan scored 545 for four, and, and 408 for four, with one of their batsmen scoring a double century not out. And Zimbabwe replied with 287 and 365. And believe you me, Young man from Afghanistan who scored 200. His name is Sanfil. Hazmatullah. And what's his last name? Shad. Hazmatullah. Yeah, but they just have one name here for him. 200, not out. <laughs> and believe you me, I thought he would be the man of the match, but he was not because the guy from. Zimbabwe, who scored 151 in the second round innings. Uh, the name is... Um, is that Williams? Williams. Sean Williams, he scored 151. Yeah. He was named the man of the match, or the player of the match. But we're going to a little more in detail. Um, turning our attention to the upcoming ICC World Test Championship, which we know going to be... Um, in England, and we'll be looking forward to carry that encounter, the details of that encounter. Well, the India Premier League will be starting April the 9th, and will go until May 30th, 2021. And just some news. West Indies star batsman Gail, he says, um, he, Chris, has admitted to some amount of COVID vaccine hesitancy and he would not want to take the shot if he is allowed to do so. Well, some people are very, very optimistic about it, so got to leave it to them. Skerritt and Shallow, they have lost their bid. They have launched their bid for a second term of um, as leader of the Cricket West Indies coming for the next term. And I think the, the term will begin, the next term, the election will be held on the 28th, I think on the 28th of March. And we look forward to see if they can make it around the second time. Of course, we talked about Bradford being replaced in, replacing Holder. And the three test matches, well, three test matches, or two test matches will be played on March the 25th, 21st, that's next Sunday, and then on the 29th will be the second, and then there will be a trial match, which I gave the squad early on, and we look forward to hear from me. But let's welcome Audley. Audley, welcome to you, my brother. Hey, good, e- good evening to you, Mr. Francis, and, for, and my fellow panelists, and for all the listeners throughout the world, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Sunday evening. Well, various part of the world, it may have been morning, afternoon, or evening. But we are having a wonderful, wonderful sunny and bright Sunday evening here in South Florida. And I hope I think Leon should be experiencing the same. Just about up somewhere up in central Florida here, yeah? north central. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping just stay tuned for this uh, wonderful, wonderful program. Stay with us because we have some high-profile birthdays coming up this week and some anniversaries. So yes, stay with us throughout the entire show. All right. Well, and Marub, she, Marub is doing fine. She doing is fine. doing great. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear yes. that. We all look forward to hear from our, our relatives when they... They are doing fine. Well, I'm sure the big news this week, oddly, and uh, we have on, on, on panel with us Mr. Dennis Heat also. 
you want us to talk about the replacement of Jason Holder with with Craig Bradford as captain. Bradford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your thoughts, Dennis, and yourself. Why don't you give us uh, a take on that? Okay. So okay. Let so let let me go ahead, Dennis. I, I'll come up to you. Well, I, I strongly agree with the decision of the uh, selectors to retain Brathwaite as the skipper because he did such an excellent job holding the team together, marshalling the boys, and certainly leading in Bangladesh where I believe. I mean, I'd ask the question then after that series, if the West Indies resurgent was a flash in the pan or a rebirth. Well, it may be too early to call it a rebirth, but certainly there is life there, and I'm very happy and delighted to see this. And all this has taken place under the tutorship of Simmons, the uh, the coach, and Craig Braithwaite, the, um, the captain. So I'm very much in favor of leaving the team as it was in the rebirth or the reborn in Sri Lanka. Excellent decision, and I look forward to supporting them in the upcoming series. Back to you, Leon. Well, you know, hold Well, let's hear from Audley. Audley, your take? Um, the decision to replace Holder with Bratwith, I think it's something that they have thought about carefully. Um, Holder has been given quite an extended run as captain. And um, while there's some marginal success, I would say, uh, you a lot of things you can't blame him for because you can only do what you can with the players that you have, that you're given. And uh, a lot of times uh, the captain himself would, would do very well and the rest of the team, just maybe one or two other players would stand up. So there are times when you could blame the captain, other times you can't uh, or shouldn't. But um, also um, over that time period uh, he has been criticized many, many times for not being aggressive enough, not putting the right placement, the players in in the right place in in, in a time when um, it's like elementary what a captain should be doing. For instance, like once a a new player arrives at a wicket, there should be some added pressure, you know, be, be, be more attacking, put in the slips and, you know, and uh, and such like that. To um, uh, when they get so nervous and stuff like that, sometimes they, they take an edge or there's a player falls falls at and get them out. But then you you're playing this this deep, the defensive cricket most of the time as if okay we don't want them to hit a four or whatever. And then the 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 the, the, the balls that would just slip off the bat would just go away and stuff like that. So it, it, it's been over a period of time that. Um, various commentators and journalists and who, you know, have been talking about that. And, uh, but finally, um, the nail in the coffin came, of course, you know, when they decided not to go to um, Bangladesh and nobody blamed them. They were told, and rightly so, that it wouldn't go against you because with the COVID-19 thing, what's going on, the whole fact is that um, you, you, it, it can be very deadly. And you don't want to be you. You don't want to have the that stain on your hand to, to for it to be said that look the guys did not want to go, and you forced them to go. So you're thinking about lawsuits and stuff like that. And then of course the guilt that would be on your conscience. Um, so they did the right thing. Unfortunately for Holder, he um, it, it turned out to be one of the worst decisions that he has made uh, for his cricketing career because now that Brassweight you know, he step up to the task. And um, we should note also that Bradsweet uh, is captain. He has captained the West Indies for a few occasions before in the absence of, of Jason Holder. So we don't want to, to jump over the moon because uh, and we're not tr- trying to take, I'm not trying to take that credit away from him, what they did in Bangladesh, because, um, you, you know, I mean, like it's a team that was put together that people, <coughs> sorry, called uh, the, the, the second string team. But when you have a team, because a lot of the players were there, you know, just a little bit below 
Um, they were they were always on the verge of breaking into the West Indies oh, team. It's just that they got the opportunity, and of course they grabbed that with both hands. Hold on, hold on, is coming through. Just, just hopefully, yeah, okay. Let me just take them. Go ahead, Audley. They seem to be clearing. Yes, so, yeah, so it just happened that they they grabbed it with both hands, and, and this is the result. Where holder is now left in, in, in the dark where captaincy is concerned and of course they did the right thing because as a player himself as an all-rounder he still number one or number two right there and so he is still in the side but I think at least for the time you know I think they have made the right decision and um, and I think they must have been thinking about it for uh, a, a little while but um, it's left to see if, if it was just a one-time thing and cricket is this game that you know today you're on top, tomorrow you're you're you're, you're down the bottom, you know, be, being being washed away by this, you know, flood of new sometimes bowlers or whatever. But what happened is that I I, I supported them, you know, and the barrage of um, I mean, the amount of cricketing stars, the legends that you know when uh, uh, and listening on on our program, Mason and guests that we carry here on Tuesday evenings. And um, and then, you know, everyone was almost everybody was saying yes, we go with the change, and I think they just they, they went with that, and I think it's the right move right now. Let's see what's gonna happen if if needs be, they can all also um, make more changes. But I, I I supported them with the change that they have, they have made right right now. So let us support them, give a hundred percent support. So you support the change? Yeah. Yes, That's I did. Not- I really do. <laughs> Well, we, we do have Cardinal on, but um, we have a lot of noise that's in the background and it's coming through, so I don't know if he's going to talk to us. Cardinal, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon. Yeah, well, we were talking about... Good evening, change. Cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, good afternoon to you. And we have online with us Dennis and Audley. Just want to know your thoughts about the change. Well, Jason Holder, or is it Craig Brackett, would you are you in agreement with the change? Well, you know, I mean, change is always a necessary and unavoidable factor in anything. The, the, what I'm looking at is that at the, the start of the tour, the chief selector says that we should not be worried about you know the people who are not going and that we are sending a, a second string team. So he said enough that that um, the ones who got the opportunity should now put their hands up. It gives them an opportunity to put their hands up and perform to demonstrate that they had a right to be in. Now, I, 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 I completely agreed with that statement, but at the same time, we did not know what kind of performance we, we, we would get from these new guys. So everyone was, was really skeptical. And the question then became, okay, so what if these guys perform down in Bangladesh? What is going to be next? Are we going to hear at, at some other point, well, we got to keep, we got to put the best players in, the best players being those who have been there all all along. Now, performance, yes. Craig Bradwith went down with the team and he performed as a captain and get, got the credit for winning the series down in Bangladesh, something that West Indies has not done in quite a while, winning, winning an away series. So, if Harper is to be true to his word, then it would follow that Craig Ratcliffe, who was the successful performer, would fall into place as captain. So for me, that, you know, worked out the way Harper presented it to us. Again, we, we, we were stagnated in West Indies cricket where the same players were recycled around the, the, the tours and the, and the series. You know, no new people were being invited to come in, and some of the old ones were being discarded. 
But, you know, here we have a situation where fellas who were not even being looked at for West Indies selection went out to Bangladesh and performed creditably. So then our tune became they should be given their, their, their space because they have shown that they can perform at this level and not just perform, but perform to win. So now that we are here at this juncture, where we brought back home a win, we had a, a, a person like, um, what's his name? The guy who made the double century down there, who may not have well, been considered for West yeah. Indies selection, you know, going down there and making, a, a, bringing West Indies, putting West Indies into a winning position, you can't come back home now and left him out when, when the motto was that those who performed and took the opportunity and held on to it with both hands would be given their, the preference of being selected for West Indies. It would give them that, not just the preference, but the, the, the position of, would put themselves in a position of being considered for West Indies selection even when our so-called number one string team were, av- were, were available. So, in true to form, I think that had to happen. It had to, to, to make captain. Um, Mr. Uh, Double Century guy, what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Carl Mears. Carl Mears. Carl Mears had to be retained in the team. Blackwood had to be retained in the team. And right now I realize he's not only retaining the team, but he has been retained as vice captain. Vice captain. Now, Bonner. These guys can carry on and, and give us the assurance that what happened down in Bangladesh wasn't a fluke. Because then that will open up the spot for things. I noticed that um, Ruston Chase was considered, as far as, 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 as the team was being picked was concerned, was considered our leading spinner and middle... Um, Middle order batsman. I should say, middle order batsman and all arounder. Yep. Now he has not made it back into the team because you know there are so many people to select from who we can see have the upper, as the have the potential to give us another winning opportunity. Now we don't know if we're going to win, but at least we've given them the chance. So Holder um, has made it back. Bravo has made it back. And I'm sure that the people who relied on, on, on the, the team that went, went down to Bangladesh and were happy that they gave us something to smile about are not only quite too, too unhappy about those who were not um, selection, even though they were considered before the, the, the Bangladesh tour, they were considered to be our better players. So, yes, sir. Craig Bratton as captain, and the team yeah. is laid out. That's fine with me. Fine with you. And how about you, Mister? Mm-hmm. Did, did, did Mister Heath give us his uh, his point of view? Yes. Yes, remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, gentlemen, how about the team? Anybody has any contention with the team? Can, 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 I, can I make Can I make one oh. more point? Just uh, Just a couple of seconds. Um, the same thing happened to a four persons, Ms. Doney. Right? Donny is an icon. Donny is what in England, in India, they would call me like, like a god, right? In India, according to their culture. And, and Donny chose to um, take some time off, right? So, you know, what he did, his choice. He took some time off and he went and served in the army and whatever. And then the other young aspirants took over and they, they did so well that. Believe it or not, MS Doney, Mr. Dependable, the one that they always, you know, depend on, can't find himself back in the team, and eventually he, he wasn't selected again. Doney now have to, um, you know, reside himself to knowing that I'm just going to be playing IPL or playing other domestic cricket. So when you when you are in a position, um, there, there there are a lot of other people who are hungry take over your spot because everyone this is this is what you want you want to represent your country it's a proud honor so therefore 
it's a warning to other players. Don't take your spot for granted because there are other young aspiring aspirants, you know, who people are aspiring for that for that spot. And it may just happen that they, they, they do so well that you just have to come back and sit on the bench. So mm-hmm. it's a warning. It's a warning. Well, that, that, that was the problem, hardly, because even though there, there were promising guys out there at some point, it seems as if West Indies had resigned itself to say, well, we've got to, we've got to have a team with nine Barbadians. <laughs> and and we, saw that, we saw that over and over again. So people like Blackwood yep. was left out when we couldn't figure out what was the reason for leaving Blackwood out. So, you know, so these guys were in there performing with the assurance that they're going to be up for next election next time, regardless of how they perform. So even there were mm-hmm. people out, outside of that arena performing, there wasn't anything. There was uh, Jamal Hamilton, who we, we knew was performing creditably in, 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 in first-class cricket, but he could not have a, an opportunity until they used him to put pressure on Shane Dalrick you know, to perform, and that's the only thing they used him for. Sonny Lambris, who had been a, a creditable performer in the first-class regional tournament, you know, had been left out there to dry for some, pe- some, some period of time because, you know, Darren Bravo, who was, had to be picked. Even though he was not performing, he had to be in the team. Now that the, the, the West Indies selectors had, had woken up to a new realization that there are people out there who could be used to perform those who had been selected and were, not, were just being recycled tour after tour. There are people out there who, who you can try to replace them and see if these guys who you try will hold on to the opportunity with both hands. No, that has become a reality. So uh, you you think anyone else has been left out that should have might have made the cut? Let me give you the team again. Yeah, um, Craig Bradford, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkuma Bonner, Darren Bravo, um, John Campbell, Raheem Cornwall, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jason Holder, Alzari Joseph, Kyle Myers, and uh, Kima Roach and uh, Jomel Warrikan. Of course. Of course. Fine with me. Fine I think Jamar Brooks should Brooks should be in the side uh, in, in in the squad. I don't mm-hmm. know who if we'll make the final eleven, but um at least I think if they're gonna gonna travel it's a squad because he has been doing very well in Test cricket. So um there's always mm-hmm. gonna be room and uh you know and it's it's just a matter of choice when it when it comes down to it. But um. You're always going to look at maybe another two or three who you think should have been in the squad. But two or three, not the final namely, namely, because mm-hmm. I am concerned about the, the future of um, Hetmeyer. He has not featured in this tournament at all, and he seems not to be you know, in, well, the, we, not well, in the lineup we, for the... We know. Go ahead. Well, we, we, know, we, know, we, we were told about, about this health, this fitness problem. And so afterwards, it was announced. Yeah, after so after announced, mm-hmm. So towards Chase. Yes, and and afterwards, it was it, it was announced that they they met the requirements, but maybe just a matter of a little bit too late. Um, there, there's still a lot of cricket, God willing, you know, in the future for for those guys, you know, and I don't think they mind it right now if if they, they have the the other tournaments to to go and play. Um, the only the only problem if there there's gonna be an outbreak of corona and and those those other tournaments are postponed, I think that's the only time that they would have been concerned because um you know the, you know the thing about it get the quick money and I can't blame them either but I know they want to play for the country still yes, so um yeah. they're still young and they're still playing the time I think. How about you, Denny? Anything? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I I I know that uh, the squad consists of what, 13 players, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so 13. there is still, yeah. So so there's still plenty of room there, because we're playing at home, where we can easily draft or replace, or bring in in the case of injuries, 
you know, one of the other players who are currently performing quite well. And mm-hmm. what we didn't uh, elaborate on earlier on was the fact that Darren Bravo has been brought back into the team. And yes. looking at his performance over the in the previous 50-50, where he was consistent with three excellent innings, and of course his innings today, seems to point to the fact that it was a good decision to bring him back into the team. I hope he was brought back because of his skills and abilities and not because we had to represent a certain number of players from the islands. Rather, selection should be based on the ability of the performance, not on uh, you know where you're actually representing, which country you're representing from. So I'd like to hear the uh, comments from uh, my fellow panelists. Yeah, Cardinal, picked up there, Cardinal, and that thoughts uh, from. Yes. Um, well, the same could the same could be said about Shai Ho, mm-hmm. who who played you know admirably in this in this one day series. You know, he 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 played a, a, a concentrated and disciplined. Inning, or he played three concentrated and disciplined innings, and he looked as if he was was, was ready. Even though he was only playing one day, he was looked as if he was ready to play test cricket. So the same argument that you're making for Darren Bravo, you could also make that same argument for for Shai Hope. Um, but we know that even though he's been doing well in the in the one day uh, format, he has not been doing quite as well in the test format. And then. Now, I'm hearing, you know, well, I don't know if I should call it to the grapevine, that Evan Lewis is saying that he is going to be looking to play test. Now, Chimran Hatmaya has not lived up to the promise that he gave us coming out of the under-19. You know, he gave us some brilliant innings when he just came into, into the international side. But he has not done any anything since then. So I mean, I don't even think that an argument could be made for him. But the truth is, they know right now that in order to get back into West Indies team, they got to perform. They got to find a way, take charge of the opportunities to show us that they are ready to come back because their place is not guaranteed as it used to be. It is, I mean, it is a matter of fortune that, you know, even Holder had been a creditable, you know, all-rounder and performer for West Indies. It, 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 it's, a, it, it, it's, a, it's a stroke of fortune that he, he, he is back. And, 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 and as does Darren Bravo, if Shane Mosley had lived up to his potential, down in Bangladesh, you know, Bravo, I think, would have been in, in, in a great deal of trouble, both him and Shamar Brooks. Like, the argument has been made for Shamar Brooks, well, over the, the, the period of time that he has been performing in tests, he has performed creditably well. He has been consistent, and he has performed well. So an argument could also make, be made for him that he should be back in the team. But, you know, here we are, You've got a, a couple of guys going down to Bangladesh, giving us some smile on our face with an overseas win. <coughs> then the, the places have to be, the, the, those who are outside of that bubble have to fight for a place, a hope for a place, in with this team that is coming back. We didn't, we know that mostly was going to go. But as far as that is concerned, we, didn't, we couldn't be sure of anybody else. Okay. Thank you. Let's welcome Mr. Jatin. Jatin, good evening to you. We have Cardinal, we have Audley, and we have Mr. Sweet, Dennis. Yes, good Jason. evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening, good evening Jatin. Yeah, we're talking about a little bit about the West Indies captaincy, replacing Bradford with uh, replacing Jason Hodra with Bradford, and of course anyone who might have made a cut. So give us your take, and then you can just jump right into your thing, and then we will say congratulations to India winning, doing the same thing by coming back after being dismissed, being beaten in the first T20. They came back today to win. 
Yeah, that will be the tough series because England is at number one, and uh, India has a headache of putting the right eleven because so many talent out there. And uh, you've seen today, this debutant again made the fifty plus. He was waiting for the opportunity to be part of the team. And as soon as this person got the chance to do something, he proved it where it belonged to. So this is going to continue, and I believe India has uh, raised their standard for the cricket, where the Virat Kohli made a clear statement because of so many people who are capable to play at international level. So they have increased their standard of fitness. And the coach, captain, and selectors believe there is absolutely no compromise in fitness. Means it does not matter how good you are. If you're not passing the fitness test with the benchmark established, you're not going to make the team. And they did enforce that rule strictly for last four years, I will say. Mm-hmm. But now they are raising the bar, which will be a little bit difficult unless somebody is getting into the fit mode. The reason I'm talking this thing, again, congratulations to West Indies winning today. It's a... Awesome series ongoing on. We have uh, three different uh, century coming out of three different uh, ODI against Sri Lanka. Q20 was a little bit close, I will say. It was uh, like panic button for West Indies during the entire game against Spinner, but unfortunately they win, I call it. But that's not a good win yet, in my opinion. They should have done better because on paper, West Indies is heavyweight when you have a Senior Bravo and Pollard taking side. Uh, captaincy question, it's ongoing. I had a couple of uh, good arguments on social media to this uh, captaincy in West Indies, but uh, I believe, and as I talk, all of you know that I'm preaching the same thing for the last four or five years since they made the Jason Holder as a captain. Captain is a good. There is nothing wrong with that individual in terms of the leadership. But the difference was how much support he had on the field. There were no seniors who can help him during the crisis. And what we've seen since this uh, pandemic started, when they bring the Pollard back, Bravo back, and they're still trying to bring Gale back and other seniors back. Because when Jay, when 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 um, Bradford took the team over there to Bangladesh, he don't have any, he didn't have any seniors per se either, and he. No, no, he I'm did. coming to the point here now. I'm oh, coming yeah. to the point. Bangladesh series, Bangladesh series was completely different. Let's take it this way. Let's uh, do the assessment part. Bangladesh, we had a plenty of inexperienced players. I call it. And then a lot of players did steps up, including the double century in a, the test win in the fourth uh, last day. And if you look at that performance-wise, these are the newcomers came in and made the difference in the team. And that is the good thing to have it. And that is the common trend ongoing, just like India, just like Australia. I think West Indies is following that path that the inexperience and new players coming in. And once they have the opportunity... They are trying to prove it where they belong to by means of performance. And this is supposed to be the trend. It definitely inspires a lot of young people who are waiting to be at the international level. They can come out as soon as they got the opportunity. They can seal the spot. This is a good thing to have in any sport, I would say. But at the same time, whatever the West Indies is puzzling right now in a leadership, I will not say that I don't agree or disagree, but they are looking for these changes, change, and change. these changes are bringing you different results, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe, yeah, go ahead. It can't, it can't be uh, either or. You got to be yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't be understand. Well, let me tell you, if, mm-hmm. if that's the case, then I will say, if you're keeping Jason Holder on the field, my opinion, he must be backed up by a senior player as a vice captain or something like that because he has done good to his capacity and ability under the situation, but he had no support. That's I will say. 
on the other side. Hold on, hold your thoughts because somebody might want to come in. Anyone you want to come in? Uh, Audley, you want to come in and and that thought? Uh, just just wa- just want to tell Mr. Patel that if when you sit on the fence, you get shot up by both sides. So you have to be on one side. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> but Dennis, Dennis, go ahead. I'm trying to understand Jatin's thoughts here. Is he saying that because they're bringing back? Um, Holder into the team, then Holder should be made vice captain. Is that his thought? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not oh. saying that. Jason, given enough opportunities and chances, right? Uh, West Indies is experiencing some different uh, outcomes under these uh, new captains, right? And so now time is, again, I'm going back. West Indies may have to think about very soon to have the three different captains, one for the test, one for the ODNI, and then one for the T20. These are the three different formats. And then uh, bringing these seniors back, and we have a lot of youngsters, they need to groom this leadership with this new. So, again, Holder is a young fellow. Even he's a sideline at the moment. I believe management and administration may have a different route to give him some break and let him play freely without any extra workload or a burden as a captain. And let's see how it goes for a while. And they might bring him back as a captain down the road. That is my expectation because he's a good all-rounder. Over a time, he has proven it. But it's a matter of time how the overall team does. And the biggest problem, the West Indies had it, even they still has to tweak around many things in terms of the game planning. It uh, looks like still they have a lot of pitches to fix it. Like, for example, uh, the biggest uh, thing I will say in these last three ODIs, when somebody is scoring 100, you barely reaching about 100, 105, something like that, and giving up. No, that's not the right thing to do. You're supposed to carry on and uh, take care of the team until uh, you win it. Means go through, stay there until the game is finished. There is no point to celebrate, and uh, 100 is not enough, I will say. For the team, your contribution to win is more important than the century. And that, that is not going on. I see this three times, three different players did not carry their bat up to the winning stroke. And that, that, that is that they need to work on it. Number two, there are a lot of batsmen uh, going too aggressive early. Instead of that, they need to work on it, how they can stay at it. We call it settle down, get your comfort, make sure you got the confidence to middle the bat and then you go for the runs. And that is a little bit a tricky part when you are mixing with T20 and ODI. It's a matter of, uh, we call it a switching gear. And these lot of players are not capable to do that in a short time. But the biggest thing I will say between this Bangladesh series and ongoing Sri Lanka series is people does not notice is, I will say, the rest this player has before they came to these games. For example, Bangladesh, when you bring that inexperienced players, a lot of people do not have a workload because they did not play too much cricket. So it means they are well-rested people and you bring into the action. Same thing with current series because when you went Bangladesh, there's a lot of senior people who have not included in Bangladesh squad and now they are rested. So the, I think the rest is making a huge difference here. And now it's a very soon, I will say, still, uh, the West Indies at least heading in a positive direction to build a good team. And that is what we are looking for. Yes, there are a lot of distractions going on in terms of, I hear the Hetmeyer situation or some other player situation. But I think they need to stick with the one simple formula. Give a chance to the potential players who can perform. Keep up with the consistent players who are doing it in terms of numbers. Other than that, you got plenty of headache to deal with it to bring the proper 11 on the field. 
Leon, can I challenge Jatin yes, here already, on a question? Already. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jatin said that um, Holder was a good, I thought his word was good player, I think he said. But when you look at Holder's batting test average, he averages 32 runs. And his bowling test wickets is what? 116 wickets for, at 27 runs per wicket. I don't know if I would consider that at the upper end of a of a great player. He's but a little Dennis, below average. Acceptable though. I think that's I agree with that part. Dennis, Dennis, I do agree on that one when you go for the statistics. But okay. you have to look at the other side. What is the potential? When I say potential, when he came out as a new look at his ballings, overall look at his performance. He even scored a double century at one point. He been a yeah. performer in the games. And not only that, here is my judgment coming from when the legends like a Clive Lloyd say something about this young fellow for the leadership, it takes a lot. We are just outsiders. There are senior players in the West Indies can assess those players and look into the potential. But even they do so, especially in case of Jason Helder, he's been given a leadership, hard job to perform when West Indies is almost at the bottom of the barrel. And then the overall team is not doing well, and the all blame comes to the leader. And that is what's happening with him. When you compare his stats, why don't we compare the other 11 players who played with him? What they did it during this time when his failures came out. It's a team sport. We can't just go behind a captain all the time. Captainship is all about their potential and the capability and ability to deal with each and everyone in the team. The captain's main role is definitely lead the team, organize and manage the team, and execute the game plan on the field. And I have done this uh, talking so many times. I openly said that he failed to execute the plan on the field. Sometimes he just lost it. Sometimes he did not execute. And uh, most of the time what I feel is like he's a handicap. Can't do everything on his own. He has to rely on his teammates, and teammates are not stepping up. By all means, Liam, Jatin, I'm not saying that he doesn't or shouldn't be in the team, but he made his debut in 2014. That's seven years ago. How would you say his development has been in those seven years compared to today? Well, today I will say we are in a positive direction. You know, there's a lot of uh, in and out in West Indies, including the administration at the highest level. They change their uh, uh, leadership, right? And we have the new president now. There's a selector panel has been changed, I believe, four times since 2014. We had a four head coach changes in this time. So... We are suffering too much, I will say. And in these six, seven years, at least West Indies try hard to get back the level. And I can 100% say that last two series since the Bangladesh and what is going on right now, it looks like they are picking up the good momentum to build a good, reliable team which can perform on a consistent basis. Even it's a low-margin victories, but at least they are gaining the confidence to do well. They can win it. They can perform it. And more they win with these ongoing series at home, I think it will bring their confidence level high. And again, even we say so, the West Indies, the serious concern at the moment is how they groom new and inexperienced players to become a good players for the future. And that is need to be part of the process while they are trying to rebuild their strength. And we can see as a fan the outcome, the result. And that is what it brings all these talks 
about what happened in six years and what happening is today. And absolutely, sports is all about current. It's not what about you have done in past. It's all about the current who is performing. They deserve the opportunities and chance. And definitely, the future is supposed to be a little bit relying on a potential player. And they are on a good track, I will say, at the moment. Yes. Any other thoughts? We have a few more minutes, Jason. Any other thoughts? How about that big match over there with Zimbabwe and Afghanistan? Afghanistan. Oh, man. That, that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Two Talk people about. bang on it, and uh, they score uh, heavy runs. And uh, there's a very good to see in terms of the Afghanistan. It's a small country. They don't have big pool of players, if you look at the other way. And uh, it's uh, definitely very impressive work done by the Afghanistan against Zimbabwe. But at the same time, we need to consider the two things. Afghanistan is the new team with a lot of talent, potential talent. And that is what they are uh, uh, showing you in these uh, particular ongoing games. But at the same time, if you look at the Zimbabwe, they are kind of lost compared to what the glory they had 10 years back. The, the Zimbabwe is a kind of uh, same situation like the West Indies used to be four or five years back. It means they are building together and coming up. But the things did not go well. That's a score 545 for four declare is their highest score in test cricket. By the way, they have not played enough test match yet. But even at this early stage against that uh, inexperienced Zimbabwe team, it's a big for them. And they are playing at the good grounds, and they saw it. But uh, there is a huge concern besides that too big performance in the first inning where they build uh, on the, that uh, big total. The second inning was they give up like four wickets in, uh, I believe, 100 runs to win the game. Right, so it's uh, not just something we can uh, talk too much about this one performance. But one I thing I can say is, Afghanistan is uh, definitely upcoming team to watch out for. Even they missed out in the last World Cup to make it the playoff. I think they have a couple of uh, players who can make a huge difference and impact any game outcome, and that's the beauty they carry, and that is the reason they are included in the latest uh, full-time membership in ICC. Yeah, I'd like to comment on that one, Leo. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I was following the game and, you know, we wondered, you know, what happened back in the first test when the, the game was over in two days. And, um, you know, they were really beaten badly by Zimbabwe. But as... Jensen, Jensen mentioned before, Zimbabwe has been rebuilding for a while and, you know, they were out of test cricket. Now they are back trying to find a way. And um, to see that um, Afghanistan in the, second, in, in the second test, 545, as Jensen mentioned before, for four declare, have a double century and uh, you sent a big century by the captain as well. And um, Zimbabwe started out 287 and, of course, they got the follow-on. And in the second inning, they were floundering. They, they were like 142 for seven. And the last three wickets put on 223. 223 because at one stage I was wondering if they were going to be beaten in by, by an inning. But fortunately for those guys down at the bottom half, bottom end of the, the, um, the team, as I said before, added 223, moved from 142 for seven to 365. Uh, that, was, that was some good batting. I mean, they came back. And the, the fact is um, that they, they batted in the first innings for 19 and a half, 91 and a half overs, sorry, 91 and a half overs. And they were all out in the second innings having faced just one ball short of 149 overs. So it is saying that they did put their head down and they were trying to save the match. They were, they were, you know, the deficit was too large 
um, but they try, they try to dig themselves out of the hole. And actually, that 108 that um, that Zimbabwe, not Zimbabwe, that Afghanistan made, as Mr. Patel pointed out before, they, they lost four wickets. So I think it was a good performance by by Zimbabwe. We know that they are struggling, as I said, trying to find their way. But um, congratulations to the young kids on the block, Afghanistan, because um, you, we know they would have won three, this I think is the third test match that they're winning, and um, either third or fourth. But, um, but, but, but it, it's a good sign. Cricket is going in the right direction. We have the small, smaller teams that, um, you know, small population and so forth. And they are there fighting and doing well. Cricket is alive and well. Let me just raise a point here before jetting goes. Because I'm concerned that, the, to me, the right person didn't get the, uh, get the uh, man of the match or player of the match. The, the guy, Sean Williams, he got the man of the match. He scored 151. And you had player Rashid series. Khan. Yeah, yeah, player of the series, yeah. But, and you had Rashid Khan get seven wickets. And then the, the young man made a double century. One would have thought that the, the, the winning team would have obviously been the, the, the team that would have, been, would have um, get, captured the, the player of the player of the, uh, the match. I think uh, maybe, maybe you're getting it mixed up a little because the player of the match and player of the series is two different. Yeah, because player of the match, I'm talking yeah. about. Right. The, the player of the match was was by the, the the guy who made the double century for for Afghanistan. Oh, okay, but, okay. My, but, my, my but Williams my made two separate centuries for yeah yeah for for Zimbabwe. You you need to you need to look at the situation. Afghanistan was down three four one twenty one at one stage when this young man walks in. Yeah. And with him and Captain, they put together a huge partnership of almost 307 runs, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. 307 runs between those two people. If you look at the other side, the factor of Zimbabwe, they use the seven ballers. And there are two leading spinners, Sikandar Raza and Son Williams, both put together about 61 overs between them. Mm-hmm. And the beauty about this uh, whole test, it was a set for, I call the step, to solidify their win was the double century from that youngster when he dealt with these two spinners and forced the Zimbabwe to use almost seven different ballers in that inning. And because of that one particular inning, everything has been changed in this game because the Zimbabwe has to go under the pressure they did not do well against the Afghanistan ballers, and that's what they end up in a follow-on. And then you got uh, your concern, San Williams scored that 151, but it was too late by that time because the concrete foundation for this victory in this test was done by that inning from 200 when these youngster made. And usually the match referee look into the positive side because there is always an incident in a cricket where we have a couple of people who are, uh, we think that can be a potential to have the one of match. Sometimes a performer with the wickets, sometimes with the scoring runs. But I believe the major factors they look for it, who was the anchor to put the team into a position for the victory instead of leading or somebody is driving to that victory. And that, that is the, what this award went to him as a player of the match. Player of the series is the overall impact. They look at it, who is doing well. So it's a beauty to see this test, even at the low scale, not much attraction from the cricket world, but we see a good competition and there's a lot of potential we can see. Even the Zimbabwe, a lot of youngsters, inexperienced players are part of it. And I believe this series is going to definitely boost their motivation and confidence to well in the future. And that's what we need to look for. But the strange thing may happen. What happens is Afghanistan is playing in West Indies in the United Arab Emirates. Think about it. These are the tough competitions coming for the uh, older teams. Um, when I say older team, means those are the six uh, older uh, uh, teams who does exist in a world cricket for more than 50 years. 
Leon, does anyone have any idea what the size of that cricket ground is in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, I'm I believe now. it's uh, 66. It's the 66 yards. How does it compare with, say, the one in Antigua right now in terms of size? It's the same. Your Antigua is a 69. Mm-hmm. Okay. Capable to go 72. I have visited the Antigua ground. <laughs> right, thanks. The normally okay. anything 60 and yeah. above is a good. Most of the mm-hmm. grounds they make between, I will say, range of uh, 65 to 75 yards nowadays. They are a little bit flexible here and there because if the same ground is used for the woman, they might go for 66 or 67. If they're playing the male, means the man cricket, they might go a little bit higher, a few more yards. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, let me just uh, oblige, ask you this question here because we have to shut down the show and come right back in. So I'm going to shut the show at, 11, at 7 o'clock our time and then restart the show five minutes time. So, folks, if you could do that for me at 7 o'clock and, uh, and we'll come right back up, okay? No Everybody problem. Have... I'll catch you later. Thank you. Okay. Don't okay. go away. Stay with us. Don't go away. <laughs> You got five minutes. For to a stay, five you know? minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go away. Right. Come right. Come right back in. Okay. Then <laughs> he said, "Where's Cardinal? Cardinal was um, washing some dishes. So, Cardinal, anything else before we? we, we I'm hearing. I'm hearing. I'm listening. Yes, uh, we have to just boot yeah. the, the computer because the, the strange thing about this time change. <laughs> My computer didn't change, so it did. It didn't number me. So I had to restart. Okay. Well, in five minutes time, we're going to uh, um, shut down and come right back in. So all of us, our listeners, those of you who are over in um, Nevis, thank you, Nevis. Yeah, let us, we'll be right back. We'll be off for about two minutes, and then we'll be right back in. So hold your thoughts, right, as we go right over to the other show now. So folks, just be mindful of that. 